It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. It was great. Been a while since I felt all that excitement on a heading into a game. Handoff Brooks again, sweeping left. Puts his foot nice. on the ground, cuts it up. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Out of the shotgun, Caleb Williams. He's got it. Back to pass. Looking left. Lobs end zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops. Touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You've got you know, we saw with the defense they were in, and they were going to come after Caleb. And Coach Gundy said on the headphones, he said, Drake got to run a great route and win. As soon as they snapped the ball, Caleb looked that way, threw a great ball. Drake ran a great route, and it was a touchdown. There's a play action. Deep drop. There it is. Caleb He's looking deep. Him. Let's it fly. Marvin behind the defense. Got it! Bam! Peter! Marvelous! Snap. Williams looks left. Throws left for Gray. Caught. Touchdown! And Oklahoma punches right back. They really were invested, came together, you know, as a team through some adversity and realized, you know, they're representing the Sooners and uh, played like Sooners. That's what we do. Comes forward, moves it straight ahead, onside kick, covered up by Jeremiah Hall. The Sooners recover, and the officials have awarded them the football. Win column Sooners. Game over. Final score, the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma 47, and Oregon 32. Victory! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. No tequila bath. It's plain old Gatorade, <laughs> but uh, maybe there might be one later, but uh, anyhow. And they stay there, and they stay there, and they stay there. Yeah! Several hours after the fact, and buddy, let me tell you, I am still jacked up and excited about what happened last night. Let's go. Sooners roll out in fashion for the 2021 season. It was the perfect ending. It was the perfect script for Bob Stoops. They win it by double digits. His son, Drake, scores a touchdown. The visor pass off in the trophy celebration. What wasn't awesome about last night? Well, maybe the whole Caleb Williams situation, which we'll get to. But come on, Josh and I, it feels like we just got done doing a post-game show about three hours ago, but here we are back at it again today inside the Brown O'Haver studio, breaking down more of that awesome Alamo Bowl win last night. You know we'll talk about the Caleb Williams situation, but we we, we just got to start there, and this is kind of a, you know, just kind of building on what we talked about last night for 90 minutes. It This is just... It felt like this is how it was supposed to end. And uh, thank God for Bob Stoops' sake and for everyone that was involved, it went down exactly how we hoped it would go down. It was, it was, it was perfect, man. What would last night have been like if Oklahoma loses the game? If they, if they don't start out the way that they started out, 
Uh, defense firing on all cylinders. Offense very, very crisp outside of that first drive. It's That's not how it played out. It's hard to imagine it having played out that way, but... I just I don't even know what we would have said. It'd have been a really somber mood. I, I think that like for an Alamo Bowl, um, which everyone's excited about an Alamo Bowl win. It, it does. It it feels like they won a New Year's Six bowl game last night, doesn't it? You know. Um, but if they if they lose last night, there's a real somber of Bob Stoops deserve better, and there's probably we're probably lashing out quite a bit at you know the former head coach that was here. It's. It's all Muleshoe's fault. He just left this team in a terrible spot. All those guys that opted out and all that, they should be ashamed. How would they not want to play for Bob Stoops? It'd be a very angry tone today if they didn't get it done last night. Those four, right? They're off the hook. You're welcome. Brian Asamoah, Nick Benito, Isaiah Thomas, and Perrion Winfrey. Your your team showed up, and they played well without you. But, no, you're right. Exactly the way this story was supposed to come to a close. Loyalty was supposed to get rewarded, and it was last night in a big way for Bob Stoops. And, you know, one of the things I said earlier this morning, Tyler, was I I don't know that we talked about this last night. I I don't remember myself saying it. It, That was a hell of a coaching job by Bob Stoops. It it, it was – what I expected, I expected him to have this team incredibly motivated to play last night, but that wasn't just some guarantee. Sure. Y- you had to come out and, and coach this thing up the last couple of weeks. Kale Gundy needed to be good as a first-time offensive play caller. He was really good. He was really As good. a first-time offensive play caller, I thought those things tapered off, certainly in the second half. Defensively, it was a really, really good first half for Oklahoma, so exactly how it should have no, been. No, I, I think that that's extremely accurate. Um, maybe not it's, – it's not surprising at all, right? It's OU looked extremely well coached last night. Well, he's been with the team for barely a month now, and it's not like they had 20 practices during that time. The actual number of practices that they had which was a much lower number than that. They looked like a well-coached football team last night, and maybe we shouldn't be so surprised because the guy that was coaching them is a Hall of Famer and one of the best to ever do it. But, yeah, I, I love the way that Kale Cundy called the football game because it was a style of a game plan that we've kind of been wanting around here for a while, right? And I've been highly critical of, you know, Muleshoe ripping off a 50-yard run with someone and then, like in the Bedlam game, going pass, 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 three incompletions, and you punt it away. OU went with the run game early. They didn't abandon it just because the first drive didn't go their way. They ran it, ran it, ran it. It worked well, and they stayed with it. Kale Gundy probably had every right last night to be really selfish and say, hey, it's my it's my time to call plays. I got Caleb Williams and these receivers. Let's throw it down the field, baby. Let's put on a show. And he threw it down the field some, sure, but they had the run game there. They stuck with it, and it led to the most rushing yards in a half in OU bowl game history. So it just – it was a style of play last night that I think we as fans have been wanting this program to mirror for quite some time. And how about this? On that first drive that wasn't great offensively for Oklahoma and you had to punt it away, it looked like it looked like OU had come out with this uh, – Kale Gundy and Oklahoma had come out with this idea, we got to get the football in Eric Gray's hands 50 times tonight, right? Yeah. And yet, even when that didn't necessarily work to start, it's not as if they abandoned that. You felt like you had something working or that you had a matchup that you liked that you could exploit, and later on in the game, what happens? Eric Gray rips off a big 48-yard run and catches a six-yard touchdown pass 
to end that drive. So I liked that part of it, what you're talking about. Even when things weren't working, you stuck with it. You had belief in it. And then when when it's as simple as, hey, we're ripping off chunk runs, keep trying to rip off chunk runs. I, I know, yeah. I mean, we're hey, maybe we're not all as stupid as fans as some uh, people would lead us to believe. Oh, well, you guys... You guys just don't understand, okay? It's so easy just to, you know, sit in the stands and call plays and do all that, but you don't know us inside these walls, okay? We're really close. You folks on the outside. Actually, we've watched a lot of football around here, and it's it's not rocket science to know that if you're gashing somebody in the run game, probably a smart move just to stick with the run game because normally that works. That's kind of football 101, just saying. No, I but I, I felt like last night was kind of a glimpse into the future. You know, for the most part... I know that there were some defensive breakdowns in the second half, but the first half you were really good defensively, held Oregon to three points. Uh, the special teams that I keep talking about and keep just getting excited over, longest punt return of the entire season, the deep balls that were there, the the running game that was there. I, I think that what you saw last night is not just kind of a one-off thing. It's what you probably should expect moving forward from this program, and more than anything – I think that that's going to get a lot of people excited. And with that, too, is is that is that the best game that OU's played this year? Considering the opponent. And, and yeah, Oregon had some guys that opt out, but I, I thought that they played hard. I, I don't think that they necessarily just threw in the towel. They definitely kept fighting in the second half. Judging by the opponent going off that, do you, do you feel like the Alamo Bowl was the best game that OU played all year long? I would probably say it was definitely the best half that they've played all season long the the first half versus Oregon it was a really good game that they played I I don't know was it better than Texas Tech at home where it was just a thorough domination and and that's what I'm saying like taking into account who the the opponent yeah yeah I mean it's it's definitely in the conversation if it's not and that's that's the point no question you know Bob Stoops did in one game what Muleshoe couldn't do in 12 games which is this team at least shows a glimpse that they could have been, you know, one of the best teams in college football this year. Minus you know? four defensive starters yeah. last night too, which I think you have to take into account when you start thinking about, hey, what went wrong defensively in the second half? I mean, you got this team staked out to a thirty to three lead, and you're missing four guys that are going to play in the National Football League. Yeah, my favorite moment from last night, and, and when Drake Stoops caught the touchdown pass, I said, okay. That's it right there. There's not going to be a moment that is better than this tonight. Are you kidding me? On a third down, and it wasn't just by play design where Drake was wide open. He made a great individual one-on-one play in the end zone. Uh, He and his dad over there on the sideline, like, there's nothing that could top that. Well, and then the post-game celebration happened, right? And it was so Bob Stoops after the game to where that, that whole moment was intended for him. That whole moment was for the fan base just to say a giant thank you, not only for the past month, but you know all the years that he was previously the head coach at OU and what he's done since then. And instead of taking in all that glory and you know making it all about him and all that, he hands the visor over to Brent Venables. Like what? What a selfless act that was! Is to kind of okay. Well, I see the excitement that's in this building right now. I'm going to officially hand the baton off to Brent Venables right in front of everyone here at the Alamo Bowl so everyone knows what's about to happen. I, I That was my favorite moment of the night. Bob Stoops could have just like soaked it all in for 20 minutes, but it's like, nah, I, 
it's, it's not about me. It, it's about the future of this program. Brent, come on up here. I'm going to give you my visor. This is your time to get everyone jacked up. That, that was so cool, man. And again, speaks volumes about what's most important to Bob Stoops, and that's the University of Oklahoma. It's why he initially made the decision to step aside when he did five years ago. And Bob's too classy, right? He's too classy. He's never in a public setting going to say something decidedly negative about the man out west. But I do think that probably on some level he felt like, you know what? I and Joe Castiglione, we were duped. We got it wrong. We thought that Lincoln Riley was going to be this guy that was going to stick with Oklahoma and be my successor long into the future. And obviously that was not the case. And so it was symbolic last night. Yeah. It was it was Bob Stoops saying, hey, this time, this time I, we, Oklahoma has got it right. This is your guy. It was um, one of the most fun and enjoyable games, OU football games, that I've watched in, in quite some time. The OU-Texas game this year was maybe the most exciting game that I've ever seen in person. But just in terms of like knowing what you're witnessing, it was relaxing, which we're not used to calming which we're not used to and you're kind of like found yourself in the moment saying like wow I'm witnessing something pretty cool like I there haven't been many moments that can come close to to what last night was at least recently it, it was it, it was it was awesome nostalgia was yeah at that's a, the perfect word that's the perfect word was just at a, a fever pitch and it was just all of it the the moment that Bob and Drake Stoops were able to share after the touchdown catch Bob Stoops, just in general, being on the sidelines, seeing his intensity, how much he wanted that game. Bob Stoops being aggressive early yeah, in the game. Yeah, I like that. On the fourth down and two saying, no, nah, we're here to try and win this and football game And not when the tonight. offense was really moving the ball just yet. I, 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 like The offense had a good day, but up until that point, it felt like it was kind of like, okay, what's this offense going to do tonight? It was a legitimate gamble at that point in the game. It's, it's what sparked the offense last night is, is what, what I thought at the time. Sure. You know? That fourth down and two, you convert that there, and then all of a sudden it was off and running for Caleb Williams, for Kennedy Brooks, and for Oklahoma collectively. Yeah. Well, I've uh, <laughs> been getting hammered on the text line. Um, not, not today, but by one individual texter. Like Monday it was, oh, so now the Alamo Bowl is cool and exciting. They come back today. Oh, now the Alamo Bowl feels like a New Year's Six Bowl game. <laughs> yeah, we made a play down the Alamo Bowl at first, okay? But it was a cool moment last night, all right? It was an awesome moment last night. It was not. It did not feel like any ordinary Alamo Bowl. It felt a little different, as we say on this show. Did you see what Oklahoma was able to do offensively against Kayvon Tip? Well, yeah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. It felt good last night, and I don't think Oklahoma fans need to feel any kind of guilty that an Alamo Bowl win with Bob Stoops presiding on the sideline was a big deal. Yeah. was a massive moment. Hey, as you can tell, uh, Josh Hilmer is with me today in studio. I, I, I don't know if we're going to get Teddy today because I have not heard from Teddy today one way or the other. Uh, if he's going to join the show, what time he is going to join the show. So I'll, I'll be here for the entirety of the four hours, and Josh is being a great soldier. He's just like, yeah, I'll stay in studio until we hear from Teddy, even <laughs> though we have not heard from him whatsoever. So you're going to get us two today. We're going to have a lot of fun, 651-3439. The Air Cover Solutions text line is already going off. We'll get to those next, and we'll get to Caleb Williams coming up next segment, I promise. We'll hear from Sound from last night, analysis, 
everything you want to hear about the Alamo Bowl and looking forward to 2022. It is the Rush, homeless Sooner fans on a Thursday celebrating an Alamo Bowl victory. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. You're simply the best. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Come kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new games. Don't miss our $80,000 rockin' and reelin' giveaway. With five-time ventures Mondays and Tuesdays. This might just be your best year yet. You're simply the best. Brandon, when I say you've broken records I've never seen before, I mean you've broken them by a mile. This has been the best year of Seth Wadley Ford history. How are we going to finish the year? Seth, it's easy. I've stocked millions of dollars of truck inventory after we scoured the Southwest for every truck we could find, gas or diesel. Price them to sell below market value. Oklahoma, it doesn't matter what brand it is. We have it, gas or diesel. And they're all priced below market value. So this holiday season, when you go shop at an empty lot and find a car truck priced way over market value, just stop what you're doing and head to Seth Wally Ford in Falls Valley, where we have over 10 million in inventory for you to choose from. And don't forget the best part. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer use, gas or diesel, at no additional cost to you. So put a little gravel in your travel and get to Oklahoma's number one truck dealer, Seth Wally Ford, I-35, exit 72 in Falls Valley, or visit us online at SethWadleyFord.com. It's football time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you fans. We'll see you when you get here. Saving on taxes is easy at Great Plains Kubota, but hurry in. Time is running out to purchase an affordable Kubota. The end of the year will be here before you know it, so visit Great Plains Kubota. Because we've got the Kubota equipment and exclusive offers designed to save you money. Call one of our sales pros today to learn how we can serve your equipment needs. Reach any location at 855-4-KUBOTA. That's 855-4-KUBOTA. Great Plains Kubota, the brand that serves. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. (laughs) T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Sports Radio Network. 
This is Teddy Lehman, OU football color analyst and on-air personality for The Rush. Walden Cleaners is taking the health and safety of our employees and customers very serious. Those things include employees regularly washing hands, hands-free payment options, and free home pickup and delivery options. The Walden family has been providing dry cleaning services to the city of Norman since 1933. Stop by one of our three locations and ask about the Walden's Reward Program. And remember, your clothes never leave Norman. The whole transportal thing and, and, and Coach B going or Coach uh, BV going up there and saying all of that. Um, I was focused on finishing the semester um, off strong, being with my guys, uh, making sure that you know all my guys that won't be here next year, I have the I have the chance to be here. I, all my guys that won't be here next year, they go off on the right note. We go off 11 to two. Um, and, and, and I'm about to go on vacation with my family. I haven't been on vacation a really long time. And after all of this, um, ups and downs, I want to go on vacation, spend time with my family, and focus on that. Um, and that's it. Yellow paint. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComish, Josh Helmer with you. Hit us up on the Air Conver Solutions text line 651-3439. There you go. One of the comments made by Caleb Williams last night that has everyone kind of nervous today. And it was the only thing that happened last night that didn't seem like it was awesome, you know. Um, but the story turned into Bob's kind of finest hour, one of his finest hours, into Caleb Williams' decision that I still think that he has to make, which now that Marvin Mims comment makes a whole lot more sense, right? Now that Marvin Mims said, well, I mean, I, I want to come back. Clearly he's waiting for Caleb Williams' decision, and clearly Caleb has not made his mind yet. And after having about, what, 12 hours to think about it or so, it, this, this has to be NIL-driven, does it not? I would, I would think so, too. And yet, Brandon Drum, I, I heard him on with Steely earlier this afternoon, and Steely asked that question to Brandon Drum, who I feel like is pretty connected to the Williams family, and he said it's not an NIL thing right now, that they've actually turned down some name image or, or have waited for their name image likeness deals uh, that they didn't want to distract from the team as a, a backup quarterback to begin last year, that there's been opportunities. So I, I think he's got those. And yet just the wording, the wording of let's see what Oklahoma does makes you feel like, well, it's got to be, right? I mean, yeah. what else could it be? So what, what's the hot rumor right now that Georgia is the one throwing a big NIL deal at him? Uh, I texted one of my radio buddies out in Athens, Georgia today, like, hey, here's the rumor out here right now. Do you, do you know anything? Right. He said, wow, first I've heard of that. I've always assumed he'd follow Lincoln to USC. Okay. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the Georgia rumor – Maybe it actually has some legs to it, but I, I reached out to someone today, and it's like, yeah, I had not heard of that before. So there's there's that at least. Well, and you got to think about this too. With Georgia, it would be curious timing. You're you're trying to reach out and get Caleb Williams on campus when, oh by the way, tomorrow you're playing in a college football playoff yeah. semifinal. I mean, the the likelihood of that it just doesn't quite add up. Yeah, or like why. 
I understand that Georgia's had some some pretty decent team success here in the past five years. No doubt. I mean, Georgia's been to the national championship game. Oklahoma hasn't. Uh, Georgia's got a great chance to be in another national championship game this year. OU season is clearly over. I, I get it from that aspect. They've been in that next tier down from the Alabama Clemsons but over the last several seasons. Let's look at it from the aspect that really matters here, which is the position that he plays. Yeah, Georgia's had more team success maybe, but in terms of the, the quarterback position – Buddy, it, it ain't it ain't been close there recently. I mean, Jake Fromm had a pretty good freshman year in 2017, and he regressed all the way through. Most people think Georgia's not going to win the national championship this year after being the number one team for the majority of the season because of their play at quarterback, right? So if Georgia is the rumor, and I, and I get maybe a, a, a big-time NIL deal could be hard to turn down, but if you're worried about your future, what you can do at the position in college, how it projects you to the NFL – if the decision's Oklahoma and Georgia, there's there's not really a decision that needs to be made. And to me, it only strengthens my original point. Is if Caleb Williams wants to go elsewhere, okay, but where are you going to go that's a better spot than OU? You're not going to Alabama. Bryce Young's a Heisman winner. He's coming back. You're not taking his spot. You're not going to Ohio State. C.J. Stroud, Heisman finalist, is coming back next year. So where are you, where, where are you going to go that's definitively, definitively a better spot than OU? Because I tell you, just because the previous head coach went out west does not mean all of a sudden that the OU offense is going to wither and die and the quarterback situation is not going to be a really good one here. It's got a chance to be even better. And let's remember the, the one year for Caleb Williams under Muleshoe, it's, it's not like they had some great offense this year, right? The offensive wizard that he was supposed to be – didn't really show up. Like, Caleb Williams, arguably his best game, came against uh, with Cale Gundy calling the plays. So maybe Caleb Williams does go elsewhere. Time will tell. I'm, I'm going to guess we find out in the next couple weeks. But I'll still contend the, the entire way that the best spot for him and his future, to me, looking at the other options, is OU. Let's do this. Let, let's do this practice, right? Who Who's your seven or eight legitimate college football playoff contenders right now entering next season. Alabama. Cross them off the list because of Bryce Young. Georgia. That's a possibility. Clemson. Possibility, I think. Uyungle is coming back, but it's not like he's just been unbelievable. Right. Um, Michigan. Could be, could be a possibility. Ohio State. No. Notre Dame. Possibility. Yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five. There's, there's six right there that I – Throw immediately out at you, and I'm not. I, I'm just not buying into the USC thing. Now, I, I wouldn't put it past Muleshoe at all that he's been reaching out to him or making contact to him. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if that's happening. I or that a name image likeness deal could maybe be more prosperous out in Los Angeles. But here's here's the argument I think that you're making, and I agree with. It, maybe in this particular moment, it sounds crazy to say, yeah, but you could get. $2 million or $3 million more at XYZ school. Okay, well, that's in the here and now. If you go to USC and you're not very good and you don't wind up a first-round or second-round NFL draft pick versus you stay at Oklahoma, you're you're going to recoup that $3 million yeah. in the future oh, and yeah. then some yeah, yeah, for sure. by, by choosing to stay with the better program and the team success you'd have And here. let's not act like he wouldn't get NIL deals at OU this offseason and going into next year. Of course he'll get deals. Now, is there a school out there that could offer him more? 
I mean, maybe so. Maybe that's the case. But really, you're, you're right. You're playing for the here and now and not necessarily playing the long game. And I do think it, he could have success at USC and some other schools, but I, I still think that you know, with the receivers that they have coming back and the situation around here in the play caller, I don't, I, I don't, see, I don't see a better situation out there for him next year and, and beyond after that. Just thinking about the, the different schools that we've talked about here, as maybe being possibilities, USC, of course, because of the Lincoln Riley connection. To me, USC's the worst out of all of those options. Yeah, they're four and eight team last year. Who, who, you just think that you're just going to roll in there, and four and eight is going to turn into eleven and one overnight? If, if I got was, news for everybody. This is a big rebuild job out there. No question. And if listen, Caleb Williams, your family, if you guys for some reason are tuned into this show, that's the last place you should even think about going. That's the worst option out of anything on the table. Yeah. Uh, just got a text on the Air Cover Solutions text line that Kennedy Brooks just declared. Um, I'm trying to find that so I can confirm that. I, I trust you that that's the case. I just wanted to confirm it. But uh, top of the hour update, Kennedy Brooks said he really hadn't thought about it last night. So you've already had who? Gabe Burkich and Jeremiah Hall declare. And we'll see if uh, Kennedy Brooks is the next one to do so. I, I sort of uh, – I'm looking forward to it. I don't – Okay, I don't, there you there, – yeah, I just went to his page. Um, yeah, he's decided to declare for the 2022 NFL draft, so no Kennedy Brooks next season. And I There's think that. the right decision for him. He, he yeah. wasn't going to enhance his draft stock here at OU next year, and it's sure. it makes sense on the heels of what was a really nice Alamo Bowl performance for him. The, uh, the one thing that he could have come back for next season is the all-time leading rusher mark was definitely – I mean, that was that – was, he he could have grabbed that next year with, with, with a solid season and he was within reach. And if he and if he did come back and do that, then all of a sudden, how's Kennedy Brooks going to be remembered as an Oklahoma running back? He won't be. I mean, he, he was a really good running back for Oklahoma, but he won't be thought of with the anywhere close to the no, Demarco I, Murrays or Adrian no. Petersons. But he would have if he had come back. I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, On a lesser level. Yeah, maybe. I. But, like, when we, you know how we do, like, just name off running backs at the top of our heads, like a short list. Uh, Kennedy Brooks won't be in that list. No. But he had, a, he had a really good career. I mean, he was extremely dependable. Um, you could always count on him to, you know, make plays, get yards, all that. Definitely not flashy. <laughs> a, a word that you would use for Kennedy Brooks to describe his game. Flashy is not one of those. But he, I, I thought he had, a, he had a great career at OU, no doubt. But, yeah, I mean, he certainly wasn't, you know, one of the best. I, I am reciting this off the top of my head here, but I, I want to say that after he recorded his third 1,000th uh, rushing yardage season this year, he became one of four OU backs all time that's had three 1,000-yard-plus seasons. It, it could be – it could be – yeah, yeah, became the fourth running back in OU history. Yeah. I'm looking at it right here. So, I mean, yeah. he's got that distinction – but uh, congrats to him. I mean, he, I, sure, I think yeah. he's got a chance to be, to be a very serviceable running back in the National Football League that's not, not necessarily a star but has a chance to stick around for, for a good long time. Air Cover Solutions text line. Let's rifle through a bunch here. Why do y'all keep looking past the fact that he can easily go to USC with Muleshoe? Their starting quarterback went to the portal. That position is wide open for him. His family moved all the way to Norman to play for Riley. Why wouldn't they move to USC? 
you're half right on that. Um, USC did have one quarterback that injured the portal. But it wasn't Dart. But it wasn't Dart. Dart was a freshman this year who's shown a lot of promise. It looks like he could be the future for them for the next couple, you know, two to three years or so with the position. Not to say that they still wouldn't take Caleb Williams if he wants to go to SC, but USC, I, I think, is they feel pretty good about their quarterback situation moving forward. Well, and I'm not looking past USC at all. I, I think that's a serious player here. If this turns into the Caleb Williams free agency sweepstakes, I, I think that, of course, because of Lincoln Riley, he's thinking about that. I'm just saying, to me, that would be the bottom – if I was making the decision, they would be right at the bottom of my list. Totally. I think it's the worst option. Totally. What's the over-under that Caleb Williams and his family are vacationing in Southern California enjoying those mule shoe lattes? This NIL recruiting players already on scholarship and roster tampering is complete garbage. I think the NIL is great for players, but this is going to kill college football. I agree with pretty much all that. I, 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 hate, I, I hate the notion – and. It may be illegal, but let's not act like it's not happening. I hate that a program could be in a state of flux, and while that is going on, there's other programs out there trying to lure their players away. I, I think that that is complete crap. And there's a lot of there's a lot of schools out there, a lot of schools out there that are operating that way right now, especially when someone like Caleb Williams could become available. What about a player like a Deuce Vaughn at Kansas State? You think that he's not fielding some interest from other parties elsewhere? Sure. And I'm not saying you know Oklahoma by any stretch I'm just saying nationally I'm sure somebody like that is in how how bad is that for the sport right I mean Deuce Vaughn's a, a star at Kansas State all of a sudden Kansas State goes from being a likely bowl team to maybe not if all yeah. of a sudden he winds up somewhere else OU is undefeated this year if Kale calls the offense all season long I <laughs> the the Baylor game was a uh, you know pretty thorough uh, whipping but, uh, hey, better play calling in the Oklahoma State game in the second half? Who knows? Who knows what happens, huh? Well, uh, I think they probably, yeah, have a realistic chance to be in the Big 12 championship game, no doubt. So how does this conversation start? Lincoln, I know I told you I would be at OU for your whole career, but follow me to USC anyway, thinking face emoji. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I I, I don't know what that dialogue would look like. That that would be a tough conversation to to have. Plus, what kind of jerk would he be to have aggressively recruited the guys in his class and then say, see ya? That would be a very mule shoe way to go about it, and I think that he's better than that, talking about Caleb Williams. Yeah, hey, look, I there, there's still a – if I had to bet right now, if I had to guess right now, am I more nervous than I am 24 hours ago about this? Sure, because what he said, you know, it, it shook my confidence a little bit. But if I had to guess, he still ends up at, at OU next year. That would be my guess. But the things that he said, man, it's kind of like in the words that he carefully chose, like let's see what how Oklahoma does and let's see what I decide. It's like, dang, this is – I mean, he's been thinking about this for a month already. It's not like he's just now thinking about it and we're here in the decision. Yeah, I mean, my – I think he comes back, but I'm not as confident as I was yesterday. No, me, me neither. Yeah, I, I think the numbers that Steely threw out this afternoon was he was at about a 90% confident, 90% uh, confident that Caleb Williams would come back, and now it's more like 65-35. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm probably somewhere in that neighborhood, too. One more before we hit a break. We'll get to more of your text on the other side. Lincoln didn't help Caleb at all. No training and reading the defense. No help with his study needs. No way he follows. But OU needs to fix their issues with NIL and get the kid paid. This could be what frustrates him enough to leave. Maybe it is all NIL driven. And I totally agree with that is, you know, the rest of the country just thinks that he's going to follow Lincoln. Now, his track record with quarterbacks has been pretty good. I think we all have to admit that. But it's not like Caleb was just so great this year and the offense was so fantastic. I'll remind everyone, the Baylor game, they were bad offensively. The Iowa State game, would they score uh, two offensive touchdowns in that game? And then the Oklahoma State game, they had a pretty good first half but got shut out in the second half. So it's not like the the taste that, that Muleshoot left with the OU offense was was all that great. I mean – this is probably the, the worst OU offense that we've seen uh, since he came to OU back in 2015, right? Well, and it's not like Oklahoma doesn't have now, with Jeff Levy, a pretty strong recruiting pitch here. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's going to get corral drafted very, very highly, and his offenses have been tremendous over the last three, four seasons. So, And Caleb Williams, if we take that, if we take that at face value, apparently those two have been very much in contact every day. Oklahoma's got a strong recruiting pitch to stay here yeah. with someone that, in in his own right, does he have maybe the same number of quarterbacks that have gotten drafted very, very highly? No. Is Matt Corral going to be the surefire number one overall pick? Nah, he's not going to be, but he's going to get drafted in the first round. Yeah, the, 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 the bad thing about this, though, is – it's happening so late, man. Like, if, if Caleb Williams really wanted to leave and he did it two weeks ago, well, you could go make a play for Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel's at UCLA now. If Caleb Williams ends up leaving, it puts OU in a pretty tough spot quarterback-wise. You know, because there's just not a whole lot of – I don't know what, Casey Thompson's still out there, but, I mean, that's not really doing it for you next year, you know. Maybe you got to start a true freshman next year. It's – you really hope Caleb Williams comes back because it would leave OU in a tough spot at quarterback if not. Well, and that's, that's probably thing, you're man. starting a true freshman for yeah, a second likely. season in a, in a row in Nick uh, Evers. Yeah. Keep the text coming, 651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. It is the rush on the ref. More to come right here on the Home of Sooner fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Brandon, when I say you've broken records I've never seen before, I mean, you've broken them by a mile. This has been the best year of Seth Wadley Ford history. How are we going to finish the year? Seth, it's easy. I've stocked millions of dollars of truck inventory after we scoured the Southwest for every truck we could find, gas or diesel. Price them to sell below market value. Oklahoma, it doesn't matter what brand it is. We have it, gas or diesel, and they're all priced below market value. So this holiday season, when you go shop at an empty lot and find a car truck priced way over market value, just stop what you're doing and head to Seth Wally Ford in Falls Valley, where we have over 10 million in inventory for you to choose from. And don't forget the best part. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer use, gas or diesel, at no additional cost to you. So put a little gravel in your travel and get to Oklahoma's number one truck dealer, Seth Wadley Ford, I-35, exit 72 in Paul's Valley, or visit us online at SethWadleyFord.com. 
The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. I'm attorney Jordan Klinger at McIntyre Law. Recently, the FDA requested manufacturers withdraw ranitidine drugs commonly known as Zantac. Zantac has been found to potentially cause cancer in the bladder, colon, throat, nasal cavity, kidneys, liver, lungs, pancreas, prostate, stomach, and testicular cancer. If you have taken Zantac, you may be entitled to compensation. Call McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. Saving on taxes is easy at Great Plains Kubota, but hurry in. Time is running out to purchase an affordable Kubota. The end of the year will be here before you know it, so visit Great Plains Kubota. Because we've got the Kubota equipment and exclusive offers designed to save you money. Call one of our sales pros today to learn how we can serve your equipment needs. Reach any location at 855-4-KUBOTA. That's 855-4-KUBOTA. Great Plains Kubota, the brand that serves. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. (laughs) What a bomb. (laughs) What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. (laughs) T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Sports Radio Network. Mitchell's Jewelry is your locally owned, full-service jewelry store. Serving our community for 40 years, we give you an experience beyond compare. Our quality and selection are indeed big city, but our prices, service, and atmosphere give you a distinct hometown vibe. Shop our tremendous selection of engagement rings and wedding bands, plus the latest trends and classic favorites. Check us out on Insta and Facebook to stay in the loop. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Um, and then early impressions on Coach BV and, and, and Coach Levy. We talk all the time. And me and Coach Levy, uh, he's called me like, I, believe, I think we've talked like every day since I've been here, since he hasn't been able to be here. Um, and then also Coach BV, as everybody knows, you can, I mean, you can see it. On the sideline, you can see it when he when he's coaching. You can see it in practice. You can see it um, and things like that. Even when he's not coaching right now, he has a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of passion for what he's doing. Like I said, I think I think Oklahoma chose chose the right guy um, to come in here and be the head guy. We'll see we'll see how how Oklahoma does and how I how I decide. Yep, that last three seconds right there is what the, all the conversation was about. That is a thirty-five second clip. And the previous 32 seconds makes you feel like, yeah, he's, he's bought in. He's, he's ready to, to come back to OU. 
But it's that last three seconds, man. We'll see how Oklahoma does and what I decide that's got everyone just kind of all nervous today, man. Woo! You kind of thought, the, I, I, honest to God, and, and shame on me, but I thought the drama was over. It was like, all right, bowl game's over with. It's been a crazy month. It's been a crazy season. Now we can just all get excited and look forward to spring ball. Nip, the drama is not over, and it might extend for a couple more weeks until he makes his decision. Were you like me and you fully expected a big announcement on the podium last night? I'm coming back, Sooner Nation. um, You were with us on the show yesterday, and I said, I think he's going to come back to OU. I really believe that. But if he doesn't say anything definitive tonight, if he doesn't say for sure that he is, then I I said – I. I will be a little bit more nervous going into tomorrow. And, well, <laughs> here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Here we are. Text line is wanting to know if uh, we saw Shane Beamer get the uh, mayo bath today at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I did not, but what I did see is he got the Gatorade bath before the mayo bath. Oh, no. So a mayo bath is bad enough, but then he got the Gatorade bath on top of that, already wet. And then they, like, watered down the mayonnaise a little bit. So, <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I wouldn't be within uh, 25 feet of uh, Shane Beamer. Cap's it, a great season for him, though, in South Carolina. They were – I think they won more games this year than the previous two years combined. Um, they were a bad football team last year, and they go win a, win a bowl game and beat North Carolina handily. Really happy for Shane Beamer. He's a good dude, great coach, man. And will be an easy team – for Oklahoma fans to root for with sure. Spitzer Rattler and Stogner going there. So Yeah, 651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's get through them. The sky is not falling. I, I agree the sky is not falling, and I hope that we're not giving off that impression that it, it is. Will OU be a better football team if Caleb Williams is the quarterback next year? Of course. There, there's no doubt about it. But let, let's go back to the original statement made by Bob Stoops 31, 32 days ago. No one, no one person is bigger than the program. OU has been great at quarterback before Caleb Williams. Heck, they've been far better at quarterback than Caleb Williams. And after Caleb Williams, they'll be, they'll be really good as well. So I, it's just one guy. It will probably heavy in, heavily influence what we think about OU in 2022, but OU will find a quarterback that's good and they can put up numbers next year regardless of the situation. And he might have already signed. He might just be like Caleb Williams was this season. Young, a true freshman, and inexperienced in Nick Evers. But for the immediate, there's there's just no getting around it. Oklahoma's a better football team immediately next season if Caleb Williams decides to return. And I, I, I hope it's clear that we're giving off the indication, too. Yes, I want Caleb Williams to oh, say yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah, 100%. Sure. I think he hits the portal but still comes back and plays for OU. He will want to talk and shop other coaches. His approval rating with the fan base is extremely high right now, probably higher than any other player that's on the roster. Does that change if he goes through this process, enters his name into the portal, does the whole game, but eventually comes back and plays for OU next year? Like, do... Do fans feel differently about him if he does enter the portal but comes back to, to OU? I think as soon as he puts his name in the portal, yes. Absolutely. That that was something we talked a little bit about last night. We didn't get to super expound upon it, but the longer this decision goes and the way it goes, if he puts his name into the transfer portal and then even after he pulls it back out and says, hey, I'm staying at Oklahoma – 
that's going to rub fans the wrong way. It just is. Yeah. Uh, this text says, these guys declaring, does that mean they know Caleb isn't coming back? I don't think that there's anything there, honestly. Uh, Jeremiah Hall, he's accomplished a lot. It's his chance to go to the next level. Kennedy Brooks, it's just a running back making a running back's decision. You're not really going to improve your draft stock next year. You, you might as well get paid as, as long as you can in the league. With as you know, few miles as you can get. So totally agree. Yeah. Now here, here's kind of the the thing that makes you a little bit nervous. It might not just be Caleb Williams if he does decide to leave, and that's kind of what the text line's saying right now is he'll take his receivers with him. I don't know if he'd take his receivers plural with him, but Marvin Mims just a few days ago was like, I mean, I want to be back. I, I want to be back in the crimson and cream. And now when you kind of connect the dots a little bit. It almost feels like Mims is going to be back if Caleb Williams is going to be back. I think so, too. And if and he's not back, then you're, you're in jeopardy of losing the best receiver that you have on the team. It felt like the Theo Weiss news, pulling his name out of the portal, was I know. a pretty strong indication yeah. that Caleb Williams was going to come back, but I guess not. Uh, let's see, one more. Doesn't Georgia still have Brock Vandegrift? Would Caleb go compete with another top 2020 quarterback when he is unquestionably the face of our program? Georgia still got JT Daniels on the roster too. Mm-hmm. Um, Stetson Bennett, I, I can't, I don't remember what his classification is if he can come back, but I mean Georgia's still a pretty crowded quarterback room too. So, I and I'm sure that he could go in there and start, sure, but it's not just a layup that he would do so. No, maybe Brock, maybe it's a swap. Maybe Brock Vandegrift does end up playing quarterback for OU after all this. Huh? Unbelievable. How about that? All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll close up hour number one on the other side. We're inside the Brano Haver studio today. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer, more on the rush. It's the home of Sooner fans. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Brandon, when I say you've broken records I've never seen before, I mean you've broken them by a mile. This has been the best year of Seth Wadley Ford history. How are we going to finish the year? Seth, it's easy. I've stocked millions of dollars of truck inventory after we scoured the Southwest for every truck we could find, gas or diesel. Price them to sell below market value. Oklahoma, it doesn't matter what brand it is. We have it, gas or diesel. And they're all priced below market value. So this holiday season, when you go shop at an empty lot and find a car truck priced way over market value, just stop what you're doing and head to Seth Wiley Ford in Falls Valley, where we have over 10 million in inventory for you to choose from. And don't forget the best part. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used, gas or diesel, at no additional cost to you. So put a little gravel in your travel and get to Oklahoma's number one truck dealer, Seth Wadley Ford, I-35, exit 72 in Falls Valley, or visit us online at SethWadleyFord.com. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, We're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to.
It's football time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you fans. We'll see you when you get here. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about more Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. (laughs) T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Sports Radio Network. Oh, hail no. Uh, what the hell are we going to do now? Well, we can't let our roof go to hail. Oh, hey, neighbors. Oh, that was one hail of a storm. Wonder how everyone made out. Yeah, we're uh, going to have to get our roof inspected. That's not a bad idea. Don't let your roof go to hail. Get a free inspection from Whitney Roofing and Guttering today. Contact the pros, WhitneyRoofingAndGuttering.com. Act fast. Many insurance companies will cover a full replacement within the first year after storm damage. Call Whitney Roofing and Guttering, 405-229-3551. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. I love this text on the Air Cover Solutions text line. This program is more than one person. Four-hour segment on Caleb Williams. It's pretty good. Fair. Hey, we've only spent 30 minutes, though, on Caleb Williams. We will address other things. 
It'll be like three hours on Caleb Williams today. Okay? Well, joke's on you because the next 30 minutes we're spending on Kennedy Brooks's decision. <laughs> if T-Row and Plank can be on the radio today, where the heck is Teddy? I, I would love to tell you where Teddy is at right now. I, he has not made contact with me or anyone else today. I have no idea where he is or if he is going to be on the show today. So if you want to know where he's at or when he's going to be in, I'm the wrong person to ask because I literally know as much as uh, everyone out there listening on where he is. Maybe he'll show up today, maybe not. Got no clue, but he hasn't. He has not. Um, he's not mentioned anything to anyone at the station as far as I know on where he's at. And you know what? We will soldier on. It will be cool. Call me old-fashioned, but this is like your wife telling you she wants to keep her options open. Caleb Williams. That's Yeah, well, that's not good news if that's your wife. Yeah. Uh, I'm a season ticket holder donor that will not continue to be held hostage by coaches and teenagers. These players and coaches forget who pays the bills for a game played with the ball. Burned out. Maybe my last year being funded by the circus. Yeah, well, they're still getting still getting my almighty dollar. I'm not giving those seasons. The longer this off. thing goes on, the more and more that text is going to come through the text line, though. You know that, right? Yeah, but does it really have any substance behind it? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm just wondering how long this vacation is and how long he's going to need to make this decision. Well, uh, he'll use in an interesting spot until he makes it. It's a several weeks vacation. Hour number two, coming up next, we'll talk more Alamo Bowl on the other side. Do you want to do it every day? Then join an unlimited club at Oki Express Auto Wash. And if you sign up right now, your first month is just 10 bucks at Oki Express Auto Wash. Now with 12 metro locations. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref Sports Radio Network. What's going on, Santa? Tis the season of giving, and there's only one place that gives the most. Can anyone remember where that place is? Who's the bird? Heidelberg. Hindenburg? What the bird? No, no, no. Glitter, sparkle, Ralphie. Show them how it's done. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Hudeberg! Ho, ho, ho! Hudeberg! Trade it for more, buy it for less. Hudeberg gives you more money for your trade, more discount.